Welcome back, everybody, to another fun, fine edition of Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I am your co-host, Stephen Booth, his father, and he is your host, Jackson Booth. And this is his show, baby. And he is not here today. He's with his aunt and at the Great Wolf Lodge for the weekend, so he's going to have some fun. So... With that being said, that's fine. I think I can handle it. I hope I don't screw his show up too bad. But I think I'll work it out. If y'all hear any uh, white noise in the back, I'm sorry for that. Trying to get through that today, but it's really been making me mad. And I don't know how to make it stop. But hey, we'll press on through because we can do it. Yes, we can. All right, we got a good show scheduled for you today. I got some news to cover real quick. Um, uh, then we'll get into the territories. We're going to cover two today, the WC, WCCW and Continental uh, Wrestling, CWA. So we're going to cover them two, do some uh, APW interview, uh, do a APW interview. So, it should be a fun show, guys. Let's, uh, I guess we can dig in and start talking about some uh, news real quick. All right, this week in the news, if you haven't heard, uh, WWE has just released uh, last night a lot more people. And the biggest name out of this one is uh, John Morrison. So, yeah, they're getting rid of people left and right. And they got rid of his wife, too. So, yeah, I don't know what they're doing or what's behind this. A lot of people think that they're uh, getting ready to sell or something, but I don't know. It's crazy. You know, and we got a new AEW champion, guys. Adam Hangman Page. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The cowboy. He's going to do some cowboy stuff. It'll be a... Uh, it was a good match. I got to watch it. It was a good pay-per-view all around. So, yeah, the AEW, I like what they're doing. There's still some eh, spots sometimes, but all in all, I like what they're doing. Pretty good show they putting on there. And the talent they keep getting because the WWE keeps releasing them. Bunch of ding-dongs. But that's just how it is. That's the business, they say. Other than that, I think that's about all the news I got. Really ain't nothing else big really happening. No big belt changes. Uh, Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch still keep having their uh, off-the-camera uh, issues, too. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Becky Lynch seems like she's getting too big for her pants. Calling, you know, Ric Flair, another washed-up has-been and all that stuff. Ain't cool, man. But, hey, we ain't here for po for negativity. We're here for positive stuff. Positive wrestling. Well, that's it for the news. I guess we can get on with some uh, oh, uh, territory story. I mean, some territories. Like I said, I'm going to go over two today, do some interviews, and then, uh, well, first, before we do the uh, interviews, I'm going to uh, talk about APW and them coming to town that, uh, last Saturday night. All right. It was a very good show. Very good. 
They came in uh, last Saturday night, and uh, it was a good show. They had five, five matches, I believe, but it was a real good show. They always put on a good show when they come to town. Check them out, guys. It's Advanced Pro Wrestling. Check it out. Out of Cleburne, Texas. But they came to Minerwells last weekend. Had a pretty good show. The uh, first match started out pretty good. It was a uh, tag team match against uh, Horsepower in the uh, in the Camacho family. Uh, of course, the Camacho family won. That's that's uh, Rock Bannon's uh, boys. So yeah, he helped them cheat, and uh, they won that match. But Horsepower, they're a good tag team. Check them out. That's the interview I got for. Next week, not this episode, but next week's episode, probably. Anyways, with that being said, uh, the next match was pretty good, too. It was um, Shane Strapmore. He's the uh, heavyweight champ, and his title was on the line against Xavier Slade, a soldier, part of the Renegades. And uh, it was a good DQ. I mean, it was a DQ match. It was a good match, but... uh, uh, Shane came out on top on that one. Then we had Apex. He has the uh, he has a title, and I didn't write down what it was. Chaos title. He has the chaos title. With that title, it's whatever you call the matches it is because you're the one holding the belt. So if you say, I want to have a ladder match, it's going to be a ladder match. If you say a TLC match, it's going to be TLC. Or if you say Hell in the Cell, it's going to be Hell in the Cell. So either way, man. Okay, and he fought Alec uh, Alec Ballsdale. Alec Ballsdale. He's a good up and coming wrestler. The kid's good, man. He's been wrestling for a little bit, but he's pretty good. But uh, he didn't win. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the Apex Predator won that one. Dalt, uh, Dalton Smith. Uh, and then after the match, you know, he kept going back and beating up on uh, Alec, but he finally quit. But then after that, we had Jason Bruce fighting uh, Christopher uh, Hayden. And now this match, Bruce, uh, Jason Bruce won, but the ref didn't see it. But I will say Christopher Hayden did have his uh, hand out and touched the, was grabbing, was holding on to the rope. But... I mean, the ref didn't see it, so Jason got the win, but Jason Bruce, he's a good wrestler, too, so they're just going to have to wrestle again to see who the best is, because it didn't really get solved that night. Then we had the final match was a Lumberjack match, uh, and it was pretty good. It was Rebel against a Sid. Now, Sid's been coming in off and on, attacking Rebel, beating him up with the chair and stuff, trying to hang him and stuff. Well, this was a Lumberjack match. And Rebel won, and then uh, Rock Bannon came out because he manages him. That's another one of his boys. And uh, he's like, no, 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 you didn't fight one-on-one, so next uh, time we come, you're going to fight, and it's going to be one-on-one with, uh, I think he said, a no DQ or a DQ match or something like that. Not for sure, but they're going to fight again because Rebel won, and Sid was pissed, but hey. Sid's a good wrestler, man. That guy can wrestle and go, and he is very intimidating. 
But, yeah, it was a good all-in-all uh, event. Good ticket, good card. Uh, that's coming, uh, yeah, that's next Sunday. They will, or next Saturday, they will be in Cleburne doing a show. Uh, so, no, not next weekend, you ding-ding. The weekend after, it's December the 4th. December the 4th, they will be in uh, Cleburne for a show. So, check that out. I'll have the card results from that card. And uh, we'll keep talking about them and boost them up. They uh, they throw a good product out there, out there, and it's a good show to watch. So, if they ever come to your town, I recommend to go watch them. Well, okay, my friends. Let's get on with some territories. What do you say? All right, our first ter territory we're going to break on, <clears throat> break into is world-class championship wrestling fellas now i grew up watching this one this one uh it was uh von eric's they were big they were just starting to come up early 70s i mean late 70s is when the sun started getting involved david and uh kevin or david and carrie and then kevin and by 82 man these guys were blowing and going uh the von eric's were the main ticket here for WCCW, World Class Championship Wrestling. Here we go. They covered uh, mostly the northern part of Texas and the, uh, in southern Oklahoma, too. Now, see, the cool thing about Texas is they had, like, five territories, I think. You had the Von Erichs territory that they had. Up in the Panhandle, you had the Funks running that in Lubbock and, I think, Amarillo. And then you had... Uh, out in out in the west, you had uh, the Guerrero family running that. Then you had uh, Bosch down in Houston. Then in central Texas, uh, the San Antonio area, you had uh, uh I can't remember uh, Bla uh, Blanchard. I can't remember his first name, but Terry Blanchard's father and him had a uh, had one down there. So he had like four or five uh territories i mean that's pretty awesome for one state but anyways let's get back to the story of the wccw okay the wccw the world class the world class championship wrestling was uh founded in 1960 by fritz von eric eric as nwa big time wrestling so as nwa btw yes nwa btw they promoted shows in Texas, mainly in the Dallas area and surrounding cities. The Von Erichs was the uh, main, the Von Erich, or Fritz Von Erich was the main star in the early years until his son started to debut in the mid to late 70s, as well as the, as the fabulous Freebirds. And I believe that his oldest son, David, got into the wrestling first. But you had the, uh, Freebirds that were there coming up, Chris Adams, uh, King, Iceman King Parsons, you had Jose or Jose Letheria, Bruiser Brody, Gino Hernandez, the Midnight Express, and it was where a young Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin and Scott Hall kind of got their start too. So a lot of uh, guys would come here and get their start under different names and all that sometimes. And just be like, <coughs> guys that are just going to uh, lose the match. 
<clears throat> you know, until they started wrestling around and got better. They taped their weekly shows in the uh, Sportatorium in Dallas. Now, I remember that because on Sunday, Saturday nights, we'd watch the wrestling, and it was awesome. Uh, the night the night they taped their shows would, uh, would change over the years. The promotion was at its uh, prime between the years of 1981 and 86. And, yeah, that year's they was pretty booming then i mean the territory then was already doing good does good but with the von eric started and then when the fat when the fabulous Freebirds came in the picture it, it caught on fire their popularity with the von erics and that feud skyrocketed the uh, legendary feud between the von erics and the Freebirds were uh, were a staple of the era following the death of one of the top stars gino hernandez and NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair no longer being booked in the WCCW. They withdrew. They withdrew from the National Wrestling Alliance in 1986. And it changed their name. They changed their name to WC to World Class Wrestling Association. So WCWA. Following the deaths of Hernandez, as well as the deaths of two of the Von Erich brothers, which at the time was David and Mike, uh, in the national expansion of the World Wrestling Federation, which is known now as the WWE, excuse me, and Crockett pro uh, Promotions, uh, the... Uh, company was fit was they was losing big time their popularity there was losing big time the wrestling in the area started really crumbling down and falling and uh, then they sold it to the uh, continental wrestling association owner Je uh, jerry jarrett that name might sound familiar because jerry jarrett he was a uh, big time uh, booker and helped uh he did the Jerry the King Lawler's Memphis, too. So, and his son Double J Double R. Or, anyways, Jeff Jarrett, you know, is his son. So, a lot of a uh, lot of wrestling knowledge with them too. But, anyways, owner Jerry Jarrett in 1989, in his attempt to go national as the United States Wrestling Association which only lasted eight years and failed at going national. So they bought the company trying to get it to go national. It never did. So it basically just fell under. Yeah. It's kind of sad to say because of the history and stuff there. I mean, because before the Von Erics and them were ma that made it real big, it was still a pretty popular uh, wrestling area. So anyways, that's just how it goes, man. I, I kind of wish the Terry Tort territory days were back but here's our other uh, territory we're going to talk about we're going to talk about continental wrestling the continental wrestling association uh, the cwa they covered tennessee kentucky and alabama the continental wrestling Associ association or the cwa was founded in 1979 by total non-stop action wrestling co-founder jerry jarrett 
He ran the promotion with the WWE Hall of Famer, Jerry Lawler. They promoted shows all over the states of Tennessee and Kentucky. The NWA Mid-America was the original Tennessee promotion that was founded in the uh, 1940s, which also, also, also ran shows in Alabama and Kentucky areas and focused mainly on tag team wrestling. After years of bargaining by co-owners, Jerry Jarrett and Nick Gallus, they decided to split the promotion into Jerry uh, into two, and Jerry Jarrett ended up creating his own promotion while the NWA MA shot down and forced Gluis Gluis to retire. They aired their TV shows on Monday nights in Memphis, Memphis, which drew full houses, often headlined by co-owner Jerry Lawler, who was 52, who was a 52-time Memphis Wrestling Southern Heavyweight Championship. While in the promotion, his time overall, he won it 57 times. Hulk Hogan was a regular performer there before superstardom. As well as Jimmy Valant, Jackie Fargo, Spudnik Monroe, Toyama Yoto, Kamala, King Kong Bundy, Randy Savage, Jimmy Hart, and a very young Jeff Jarrett. So a lot of guys started there too. The Jerry Lawler and the Jimmy Hart feud was probably the biggest feud in the promotion. Throughout the 1980s, the feud consisted of Hart bringing in numerous heels to face Lawler over the years before he signed with the WWE. And actor Andy Kaufman was a big part of the promotion during the early 80s, where he also had a memorable feud with Jerry the King Lawler that went mainstream. After the uh, national expansion of the World Wrestling Federation and the World championship wrestling the WCW the CWA left the National Wrestling Alliance in 1989 to join the American Wrestling Alliance in an attempt to help them compete with the WWF and WCW when they failed Jerry Jarrett bought Fritz Von Erich's United States Wrestling Association which wasn't a wrestling territory per se Despite only promotion shows in Tennessee and Texas, it was Jeff Jarrett's attempt at going national. Over the years, independent promotions have opened in Tennessee and have used to Arcanum uh, of the CWA, but will never reach the popularity of the original CWA. Then... Georgia Championship Wrestling was founded. Oh, well, that's it for that one there, guys. Oh, ding dong. Yeah, that was me. Okay. Well, that covers the that territory. I'm glad you guys enjoying the show so far. Me and Jackson's going to start watching some of these and doing watch-alongs. We're going to pick a... Pick a couple matches from each territory that were some of the best and go through them. And just pick some out randomly and go through them and watch them. I think it'll be fun. Well, 
Now we're going to get into some interviews, everybody. Our first interview we got well, on this one is uh, Balak Bridges. He talks for a while. And then we have a soldier. He comes on after it and does his interview. Now, these uh, were done before the show last Saturday. Balak Bridges and uh, Soldier. Here we go. Okay, we are back with Wrestling 101 with Jackson, guys. And we got Balak Bridges here. Woo-hoo! Last time, he didn't really get to break inside deep to his character. He's been kind of stirring up a bit here, so I'll let him kind of talk. He's He's got this look in his eyes like he's got something to say, so we'll let Balak Bridges uh, talk right here. What is this contraption that I'm hooked up to? It's headphones. You don't have to wear them if you don't want to. You put them on your ears so you can hear yourself when you're doing the podcast. So... I heard that you have a lot of questions for me. Be serious. Don't be don't be scary. He he's a good guy. He just he just he just likes to put people through pain. Remember? He's a nice guy. Just don't. He's a nice guy. Just don't get in the ring with him. Outside the ring, he's cool. He's your friend. He's technically not scaring me because he's my. Well, that's the point. He's trying to get you comfortable to ask him questions. First, you have the first one. Alright. So, how do you have you enjoyed your, your time out from the insane asylum? And do they look for you or anything at all? I mean. And there's always people watching me. Don't know where. It could be this one over here. It could be that one. <laughs> I just don't know. But I do have a lot of fun. Oh, oh, I always have people that I get to mark off my list. It is always fun to be free. It's always fun to just bring pain on people. Just waiting for your time. Are you trying to cross me too? No. I have a very long list. We don't. We're not on the list. I know I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No. No. Because I've seen Jackson him. In the, I've seen him in the ring. I don't want to mess with him. Jackson is though. He told Jackson told me that he hates you. I don't think Jackson said he hates you. I've never heard him say he hates people. Now. He doesn't like. Okay. Well, say that. Don't say hate. Jackson is a different person. He thinks that he knows. Every little detail about me. But what he doesn't realize... He's over here, okay? He's over here on this little level of himself. Being the Cruiserweight Champion. And me coming slowly up to the top again. About to claim... My prize and reclaim my cruiserweight title sometime very soon. That is my title! And nobody's going to take it away from me again. Because remember, he did have it at one time. Technically, yes, because Jason can beat you up and take it. Hmm? Well, that's a different weight class. 
Hey, he goes for the different belt. Do you see that Jason's a lot bigger than me? Yeah. Do you remember that I've faced giants before, too? And he does pretty good with giants, don't he? Exactly. I'm always up for a fight. So he's kind of like the macho man. He's basically saying the cream rises to the top. So that is that that's your goal right now is getting getting back up to the top to get your belt back. That's what your goal is right now. My goal right now is just to have fun. And, you know, I do have a long list. I do have people that, you know, I need to visit. I have visited Max Beckett before. I have faced Seth Anunnaki plenty of times. I have faced Apex plenty of times. I'm just seeing who my next victim is going to be. I, I do have some questions for you, because last time we was in, well, not last time, but a couple interviews ago, we interviewed your ex-tag uh, team partner. Um, God dang it. No, his ex-tag team partner. I know who you're talking about. Blonde head kid. Alec Bullsdale. Yeah, Alec, yes. Um, and, it, you know, he basically just throwing this out there. And, it, I mean, if you go back to the podcast and listen, I'm not putting words in his mouth, but he basically was acting like, when you got the title, that's when you turned your back on your friends and everybody, and you were like, I'm better than, you know. But to me, I'm not trying to stir the pot. It just sounds like, to me, it's kind of like spool grapes. He just sounds bitter. Sounds mad that he's not there yet. Well, but that's just me. I'm just making it That was the biggest thing. Because if you think about it, if you've actually watched my career and how it's been, whenever I did win the Cruiserweight title, where was he to celebrate with me? Where was he whenever the Camachos attacked me? Yeah. Or whenever the Pack attacked me? Yeah. Yeah. Where has he been? It kind of it kind of makes sense because he's turning heel now, and he's just he's just turning to a jerk. A big one. You know. But yet, look who stayed in the light, even though you know you know I'm just a little bit crazy, just a little bit. I still stayed on the good side of things. I've always thought positive. I've always tried to help, little Bullsdale. And Bullsdale thought he was a lot better than me, and he thought that because of our tag team, he was the strongest link in the tag team. But I think we figured that out, who was actually the strongest one, and who came out, the victor. In Alvarado, Texas, whenever we had a Iron Man match, three, no, two out of three falls match, he thought he could beat me. But he didn't. And he didn't beat me. You actually beat him. As many blows, but as many chair shots that he's given me, as many things that he threw at me, he's still just a little bit short to his victory. But now, where has he been? Nowhere. I, he wasn't even here in Mineral Wells last time y'all was here. Nope. He ain't even here this time. So is he just trying to avoid you? I think he is. You know, I think I mean, he's finally That's learned. what kind of makes me throw a red flag up, because he says, oh, he left me, and da-da-da-da-da. Well, where are you now? I mean, are you dodging? 
Because anytime you're there, he's not there anymore. No. Anytime when you're not here, he's here. Yeah. Well, whenever you, if you think about it, the last time that That's we right. were in Mineral Wells and I was the champion, didn't he call me out? Yeah. And he lost. Yeah. And then, you know, he wants to make these little surprise visits every now and then, and he's won, ma he's won a couple matches against me, but I've won several more against him. Do you think this hatchet will ever be buried? Do you think it ever go away, or think he's still going to be always be a thorn in your side because of the jealousy that drives him because he's so angry when he sees you with that belt? That's probably why he's not coming around right now, because he's like, ah, he ain't got the belt. No, that's the problem. He even came after me when I didn't have the belt. Oh, shoot. We had, let's see, three matches that I remember that he thought, you know what, I'm going to try to end your career for good and show you that I'm the better wrestler. But yet, every single time he put up the challenge, I'm always there to accept it. But every single, like he, like Little Man said, every single time that I'm here, he's not here anymore. That's true. I have been noticing that. After I've beaten him and I've showed him that, hey, I am the better wrestler of the two. And I'm guessing he just, he just can't handle that. So who's next on the, on the agenda working your way up the ladder? Mm. Who's next in your uh, path that you want to, you know, put some pain in? In the squared circle. Ah, uh, it's just whoever decides to challenge me again. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a while since I've actually been challenged. I'm still looking at my watch here. I'm still waiting. I'm always, always ready for a challenge. I love challenges. If you remember, me versus Seth Anunnaki in the 30-minute Iron Man match, we had a lot of fun. Who won? The better man. I have a lot of res I have a lot of respect for Seth Anunnaki, but he's been in the ring a lot more than I have, yeah, and a lot longer than I have. He's very seasoned. Very seasoned. Very seasoned. He's very old school. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm not always, you know, evil. It's just when you bring out the evil in you, right? You don't bring it out. People bring it out in you. Of course. Of See? course. People like to challenge. You know, people look at me and they don't think much. Oh, this guy's just, he's a small cruiserweight wrestler. He don't really do much. He just put him over there. He's all right. But whenever people decide to challenge me, that's whenever people figure out, Balak knows what he's doing. He can go. Balak's always ready for a fight. <laughs> And he doesn't care who it is. Were y'all there for our Veterans Day show? No, we haven't made any Cleveland shows. We always make the Mineral Wells, but we're gonna next year. We're gonna set time out to make Cleveland shows more. That's one of our main goals, because you know, like we said, this platform, the podcast I have, I want y'all to use it just as much as I want y'all to, you know, promote yourselves and in, in the company and everything else. So I want to try to make more shows, and you know. Try to be there more and get more interviews and stuff with you guys. Get more of you instead of just doing the Mineral Wells shows. Because, like, uh, last last show y'all did at Cleburne, 
Man, I missed it. Y'all had a freaking TLC match. Mm-hmm. I never got to see one of them live. I told Jackson, and he was like, what the heck, man? <laughs> yeah, we've, I've never got to see one live. Never. I was flipping out going, son of a gun. Because I keep up and tell everybody what happened last time y'all had a match. So, yeah, I told them about that. It's first time ever, I think, too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. I want to have another one tonight. I don't know what they're going to do tonight, but we're going to make make our little notes and stuff and do our interviews after. So what what have you been up to? Have you had any big events since last time we talked to you or any big bookings or anywhere really? No, not really. I've just been sitting and waiting. You know, that's all really how it is nowadays. You just sit and wait. And wait. Put on the challenge. Do you ever, kind of like in the old school, do you ever have to like, Send stuff to somebody like a little tape of you or a picture or something. Hey, you need me or something? You know, you have to do that, or you honestly have to wait for the booker and people to call you nowadays. Uh, it all depends on who you really talk to. Most bookers, yes, they want to see how you are in the ring, what you do, what you look like, what's your backstory. Uh, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. I have. A lot of different places that I go to, but I'm not going to be that type of wrestler that intervene tries to intervene in other pe- other bookers' bookings just because I want to be on the, on yeah. the big stage. That's just usually how I am. Well, that's cool. So, Jackson. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know how long I've been in this business? No. Four Nearly four years. years. Ooh, he's still, you know... He, that's still considered a, a young guy. He's still considered... Is there any... any You know, in the four years I've been here, is, you haven't... Ever since I started this little podcast deal, I haven't heard much of you, much questions. That's something. He gets a little shy. I'm trying to get him past that, because, you know, it is his show. It I is your show. I I don't know what to ask him, though. Ask him anything. Ask him, like, how how did I get started? How did he get started? What does he he like to eat to keep him in shape? Uh, What's his workout program? How many times does he get to get in the ring a week and train and Or even my my favorite matches. I have a lot of memories. Yeah, what's his favorite matches? Ask him who his favorite person is and stuff. Ask him who inspired him. Yeah, ask him how he came up with his character. Ask him how ask him how Balak Bridges just showed up one day and said, Hey, be me. How how did all that go out? Ask him. I don't know how to put it out with <laughs> Just ask him, say, how did you come about your character? How did you come about your character? Well that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> the way I saw it is that you know, everybody loves to have a little fun. Everybody loves Halloween. Yeah, see, I like Halloween more than Christmas. And everybody loves, you know, a good horror movie, right? Oh, everybody yeah. loves scary movies. Jason, Scream. And, you know, the Purge movies, everybody loved the Purge movies when they first oh, came out, huh? Yes. Everybody loved that they could be somebody different. And, I mean, when I got put in that asylum... I met a couple people here and there, but, you know, they had the average, uh, just 
crazy, a little bit off in the head. But then something sparked in me. Just just a vision. And I thought about it. And I was like, huh. What if I could bring this inner vision that's inside of me and bring it back to bring it out to life? And I thought about it. You know, at first I did come out with a mask and a metal hammer that I built. I made my own steel hammer. And I've used it a couple times. You know, and I thought about it. I was like, you know what? This would be a great character for me because nobody does it in Texas. And there's a lot of wrestling promotions in Texas. Yeah. Your your persona is one I've never seen. I've seen people do stuff for other stuff, but nothing with the purge or anything. And what's really crazy is that I've actually met, no, not met, but I've got in touch with a lot of other people from different states that do the same as me. It's a whole brotherhood. I have about seven different people from other That's from other states cool. that are actually part of the Purge Brotherhood. That's pretty awesome. So what else, buddy? Uh what inspired you to start wrestling? Well, whenever I was about your age, I had a lot of fun watching WWE. Or WWF, that's what it was back then. A lot of fun watching all those matches. And then uh, I met two crazy guys. Named uh, Jason Bruce and Xander Slade. When I first came down here from Cleburne. I mean, from, from Denton, I came down to Cleburne. You know, I didn't really think much of it. And then I met them two, and they actually helped me get to where I'm at now. Jason Bruce is actually my trainer. He was my very first trainer. And so was Livewire, Kid Kilowatt, and Seth Anunnaki. Those were all my trainers back then. And Xander Slade, yeah, if you've actually been watching me and him, our history is really deep. That's a lot. That's a lot of. That was a lot of attention back then, a couple years ago. But we've always had fun, and even though we've had we've had a really bad history together, we came out, you know, best friends. That's pretty cool. Ask him. Uh, what do you think of anything? Do I gotta do all the thinking? You want to know my favorite match? Yeah. My favorite match, you won't believe it, but it was with Xander Slade. And there's also this other match that it was, you know, it, it was it was bad. I was a bad guy for it. But Jason, it was whenever I was with the pack, of course, Apex was not in the picture. It was an old wrestler named Rex Reed. He was an old school wrestler. But it was us three versus Jason Bruce, Xander Slade, and Chad Box. 
It was a crazy. It was a crazy night. That was the night that Gangrel actually showed oh, to our show. Gangrel. You Whenever probably remember him. He was uh, Edge's. What I think first partner. No, it was Edge? him, Edge, and Christian. Mm -hmm. They were the vampires in They're the nineties, and he was like the the leader. Yeah, it was the Brood. Yeah, and then he would he tagged with Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a pretty famous dude. And he he went up against Magnificent Malico that night. That was a very interesting match. But you know how a lot of wrestlers say the super kick is deadly. Jason Bruce used that same super kick right whenever I jumped into the ring. I springboarded off the ropes and he super kicked me in midair. Oh man, I've seen that happen. Man. I seen I seen Shawn Michaels do that to um, AJ Styles before knocking yeah. him out of the ring. Mm -hmm. And Sheldon Benjamin. Yeah, Sheldon Benjamin, he's a real good athlete. I remember when Shawn Michaels oh, yeah. did he's that, awesome. and then did it to another guy. Who are your favorite wrestlers? My favorite wrestlers? As in APW favorite wrestlers? Mm, it can Just, be either one. Yeah, it can be either one. Oh, here you go. I found the picture. Ooh. Who is in that? That's Jason Bruce. That's what he used to look like? That's what he used to look like. He wore tiny whiteies. No, he's not wearing the leggings, the full pant tights. He's wearing the chunks. Oh, like what? Um, I remember when. Um, yeah. That was the aftermath of that match. Ooh. That was whenever Apex debuted. <laughs> Everybody's like, I hate Apex. Apex <laughs> is big, it. but he actually is cool. Look, that's Gangrel. That's Gangrel. Oh, that's God, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jackson, but he can still wrestle, though. He's been in the business for a very yeah, he's long been in the time. Wait, in APW? Yeah, he wrestles everywhere now. He's wrestled literally digitally everywhere. Dang. He's been I all around the world. I watching a documentary he was on. They did that documentary on, god dang, that one crazy chick. Luna? Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know they dated, really. Mm-hmm. And they were married. I didn't know that. And I was seeing his interview and stuff. And Man, he's, he's wrestled everywhere. And for his age, Jackson, and he's still getting there and competing, that's a thumbs up. That's awesome. With how much injuries that he's had, oh, you can never see it. Yeah, that's what surprised me when I heard he was still wrestling. I'm like, Jesus. This is crazy. What else do you want to ask him? Think of something good. Like, ask him what his favorite, what's his, what would be his, what's, ask him what his favorite, like, title to win would be. What's your favorite title to win? Oh, that's easy. How about the Chaos title? Yeah, Jason won that. I want that one. No. Why? You don't want to see another, another round, me versus Apex again? Yes, yes, I like I like you because with that belt, remember whatever rules they make up for the match sticks. It's not it's not like a regular belt where every match is the same because it's a regular match. It's, with that belt, the chaos belt, that's what it means. So it's whatever the guys want to do for that match. I would like 
Apex to get super kicked right in the face and get knocked out for the rest of the match. Because <laughs> I do not like him. Well, maybe. But you gotta admit, he is a good wrestler. Yeah. And he and he is a cool guy. Yeah. Outside of the ring too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody everybody does hate Apex, but you gotta admit, for as big as he is, he can move just as fast as I can. He is a big guy, but he can he can move. Ask him, hey, ask him if he has any big matches coming up or any any do, matches coming up that. Do you have any matches about. coming up? Uh, that I know of, no. Like honestly, today I was gonna, I was, I well, I thought I was gonna be an Eagle Pass today. I would have met, I would have been with my tag team partner Tiger Heart. Who's that? Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy dude I met in Mexico. Oh, like you? Yes. <laughs> That's why they get along so good. Exactly. Wow. They think just alike. <coughs> but they should they should come here and touch. You won't believe it, but <coughs> actually, for that show, Ricardo Rodriguez is actually going to be there. <coughs> oh, really? Oh my God! You know who Ricardo Rodriguez is? No. Remember Alberto Del Rio? Yes. Remember his announcer? Yeah, that would always no. announce him. The one that would oh, always yeah, announce yeah. him? Yeah. That's him. But that is? <coughs> That's Ricardo Rodriguez. He's actually showing his face at Eagle Pass today. <coughs> wow. It's good to see him still around. I wonder what happened to him after Del Rio's left and all that and got in all that trouble. Uh, he's actually been training people. That I've seen, he's been helping wrestlers, and that's awesome, man. Oh yeah, I'm just waiting for my time to shine. Oh yeah, there's always time to shine. And remember, I'm still young. Yeah, and you're growing up. I'm ten already. But here's the biggest question: Are you wanting to get into the ring? Are you wanting are you? Have you been thinking about wrestling in, is going to be in your future? Yeah. Yeah? Because I don't want to work in... I just don't want to work any company that bothers me if I, if I just lose a match. <laughs> Cause that, well, I've been telling about WWE for releasing people. That's so stupid. That's why I want to work for the APW. They won't ever fire me because I'll be good. <laughs> you know who your first match is going to be against? <clears throat> no. You're looking at him. He's still young enough, because think about it. And let's say five years, you'll be 15, and you start training and stuff, and then in another year, you'll be 16. And then you might, some people start wrestling when they're 16, 17, 18 years old. I'm going to start wrestling when I'm 15. Well, the way they, the way we, we do it is that you start off as a referee, just to get the ropes in and, you know, learn the business a lot better. <laughs> You gotta love friends. <laughs> but then, you know, once you start getting better and better and better, you're gonna be going, you never know. You could go against Jason Bruce. You can go against Xander Slade, Seth Anunnaki. I would like to fight him. But. I like him. He's rude. You might go against me. Yeah. You never know. I can, he could always challenge me, I could challenge him. And see, it's always good, I hear, to start out being a ref, because you kind of learn 
it gives you how everything goes on in the match and gives you an idea instead of being, oh, you're a wrestler here, you know. You know the referee is the most important person in the ring? That is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went years didn't knowing that. I went years not knowing the ref is like, he's pretty much like the head chef in that ring. The referee is the main guy in that ring. He's the one that, that's why you see the ref after big moves, he comes over and talks to the guy. Make sure they're okay, because if they're hurt or something, he has to he has to call the match and be like, whoa, 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 we gotta stop or we can continue. That's why you always see them check on the guys, because that's their job. Because when I be a ref, I'm just not gonna go so like the other ref does. I'm just go, I'm just gonna go one, two, three, whoever wins, whoever wins. You can keep the same speed for everybody. Yeah, like if Balak is wrestling, then I'll go faster. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be one of them uh, 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 heel refs, huh? Kind of like... Uh, Showing like, favoritism. Kind of like Little Nate on WCW. <laughs> well, yeah, the referee is the biggest part of the yeah. match. Okay. You know why? Because the referee calls everything. What happens if he gets hurt? And he get hurt. And he gets hurt. But, I, don't, I mean, think about it. How many times do you really see a ref get hurt? Um, not that much. Yeah. Because that's why you got to be athletic, too, and stay out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be some big old slob that can't move because then you're going to get in the way. And, and that, because I, I remember when, like, last show that we had to hear the ref got knocked out because he was right in the middle. He wasn't by the ropes, like, in WWE. They let me stay by the ropes. Yeah. And Because when I be ref, I'm just going to stay by the ropes and let them wrestle. Instead of just telling their business and I get punched. <laughs> Instead, I just get into business and get punched. Because I, because I, because I normally see refs every time, like when a wrestler's on them, they always go, "Don't touch me!" And they always, yeah, that's true. Cause some wrestlers are scary. Yeah. Because they always, because they always said, "If you touch me one more time, I'm, I'm calling it." Yeah, and they can, they can, they can, they have the. You can ask him. This is so true. They have the ability to turn over to the timekeeper and go ring the bell right now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling yep. you, the referee has all the power. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be a ref now. <laughs> then, you know, I'm trying to teach him too, you know. I always think positive. You know, if the wrestling part don't really work out for you or something or you get injured, mm-hmm. there's always more you can do. You can always work behind the scenes, putting stuff together, you know, helping guys with their matches or, you know, anything. That's know, what that's I'm trying what to teach him too. You that's know. what I'm going to do. There's more to it than just that. Okay, Jackson, what helped you? What made you want to look at wrestling be like you know what this is what i want to this is what i want to do this is what i want to see this is what i want to do my podcast on because after when i saw the first apw match i thought that that this that um that wrestling was really gonna be my thing instead of um work, instead of working like in an oil field or something <laughs> Yeah, he, he liked wrestling, but the minute we came to a live show, he was like, he was really hooked. All right, you know, I'm going to interview you a little bit. Okay? Okay. <laughs> what was one of your favorite matches that you've seen at APW? My favorite match was when, is when, hmm, when, when you actually beat someone else, I don't know what their name is. What did it look like? He had like, oh no, his old, his old tight, tight team partner. 
Oh, back when he challenged me? Yeah. That was your favorite? Yeah, I remember when he just super kicked him and then got out of the way and punched him. Like, <laughs> really? I saw the face was like, oh. <laughs> but I remember when Bad just dodged every move that he made and then right there he didn't know which move he was going to make and then he got him. Mm -hmm. I remember when Balak just jumped on the ropes and I remember when Balak got on the ropes with his, with his feet and just jumped off. He's good on the ropes with his feet. He does stuff out. They'd break my neck if I tried that. I wouldn't. Well, you got more confidence than I do. It just it just takes a lot of guts. You can't think. Just but, do it. Because I know when I work here, I'm, I already know I'm going to be on Balak's team. Oh, being, you're going to be my next team. tag team partner? Yeah, instead of being across from him. Because when Balak gets in that ring, he's like, he, 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 forgets, he forgets about that everything. He just goes in the purge phase. That's all I'm, that's what I'm contracted to do. Just to have fun and take out anybody that's opposes me. Like him? <laughs> like that guy? Yeah. We've had our history. If you actually look back, me and him are, me and him have a long history, but we, at the end, we became really good friends again. It took a minute. It did. I, I kind of, I kind of stabbed him in the back a little bit. Good. But, I mean, in your defense, you know, I mean, you did come from an insane asylum, I mean. Literally. And I was a little bit brainwashed. I mean, a lot by, of that electric, uh, electric shock therapy kind of would mess anybody up. I was a little brainwashed by a certain someone for a while, but there's only one man that actually helped me get out of that, and he's sitting right over there. And thanks to him, I'm a lot better, and I've stayed away. Well, you got anything else? Yeah. Ask him. Hmm? Okay. What you got? Hmm. <laughs> what kind of moves do you do, in, like in the ring, when like when you're like training? Training. I focus more on striking and being able to do different moves off the ropes. So I try to think of something different, something new, something nobody's ever really seen. But like, what kind of moves do you do? Do like a front flip or a back flip or a side flip? Hmm. Mainly front flips and side flips. I don't really do back flips. I'm not skilled. I'm I'm flexible, but not that flexible. You know, I have tried and I landed on my head. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That would keep me not from trying it again either. That would break it. That would actually yeah. break it head open. Well, you got anything else for him, bub? Mm, yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, Sorry about the squeaking chair, if y'all can hear that. <laughs> hmm. what, did you, what, did, what did you do the first time that you started wrestling? Like, who did I face, or... Like, what did I do during the match? Or? Yeah, like what, like who was you face and what did you do during the match? Who you were facing and what you were gonna do? See, my very first match was a student show. It was actually whenever a couple of us, is 
myself, Xander Slade, you know, they were all getting us into the part of like, hey, you know, we, we think that you're ready. We think that you're ready and we want to put you in. We want to test you out, see what you can do. <coughs> in my very first match, oh, it was against Livewire. He was an evil man. And, you know, he was everywhere. For for his age and how, you know, how built he is and everything, he was all over me. Would not let me go. But his biggest move was taking me up to the top rope and doing a big old suplex. I think right off the top. I seen that before WWE. I seen Brock Lesnar get suplex off of it and Mitchell mixed to ink. It felt like I was in the air forever. I didn't even know where the ground was. But, you know, after that, we never knew who the actual winner was because I got help. Let's say a lot of students, including Xander Slade, leading the charge to come and help me because they saw that Livewire was just taking his time with me, just playing with me. Of course, I was a rookie. It was my very first match. But he was toying with me and having this little fun. Mm, kind of like a cat with its prey. Exactly. But thanks to a good friend of mine, Xander Slade, whenever we were first starting, coming through there and helping me and <laughs> saving me, because I didn't know what he was going to do next. Are you still friends? Me and Lamar? Of course. I just don't see him a lot. He has his own thing going on, and he pops up here and there. He's a, he's a really good, he's a really good old school wrestler. Very old school. You got anything else for him? No. Not well, at all? All right, bud. Well, if you, don't, if you, got, you can tell about your Facebook page you got or whatever media, you know, platforms you got. You can... Well, my main deal is Facebook and just Balak Bridges. You can, I'm the only one that you see on there, and of course, all you gotta do is find the mask. Yeah, you can find that purge mask, you find him. You find the purge want, mask, you find me. I want the purge mask. I you already want, got it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I but, it, but it's coming out with a new one. Oh, that's right. I did come out with it. new designs. You gotta keep up with the times. Because that's next right, time buddy. we get money. Tell everybody bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, we are back, and it's uh, me and Soldier this time. And we're going to do a follow-up on uh, uh, how the show ended last uh, last time with you and Rebel. After y'all's match with the... And hey, I'm, I'm kind of on your side, man. That dude's like... I mean, just in his head. Oh, he's... he's com I mean... Big Zed is completely in his head. Uh, again, he's not focused. We are a tag team. We lost our shot to tag team titles. So, but tonight, all Renegades and singles matches. Oh. Yeah. You have Jason Bruce taking on Christopher Hayden after they exchanged words last show here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You do have Rebel is getting his shot at Big Said. And I really hope when this is all said and done, it's over. No more. But tonight... And I hate to say it, but I'm going to. Tonight is about me. 
Well, I mean, yeah. I sometimes. have a shot against the sadistic Shane Stratmore Ooh. for the APW heavyweight title. Yeah. So, you... in case y'all that don't know, last show when Cleburne, Shane did win in a TLC match against Chandler Hopkins. Questionable on how, but either way, Shane walked away with the belt. But tonight, I have a shot. At the APW heavyweight title. How was that TLC match? I never got to see one in in person. And, you know, I've been working with Jason, you know, on the podcast to get the card and give me the results, what happens. And I was like, oh, crap, that was their first TLC match, you know, and I never seen one live. How did that go being? Well, for APW's first ever TLC, one, the fact that it was APW's first ever TLC was amazing. Yeah. The match went, was very well. But, and I don't like to say this, yes, Shane walked away with some help. And it wasn't Apex that helped him out. He made his return was Matt Marvel. Yeah. Who was suspended. That's what I thought. But apparently, Rock Bannon and his infinite whatever was able to get him reinstated. That's, that's So what... Matt Marvel makes an appearance so Chandler, Chandler's whole game plan, I, you could see it went out the window. This was not one-on-one. This was now two-on-one, three-on-one, because we all know Apex lurks around the corner. And speaking of Apex, at that same show, me and Apex waged war in a, la- in a falls count anywhere match for the Chaos title. I don't know. If some people probably saw the promo that I put out. APW did offer an open challenge because his opponent mysteriously pulled out. Not sure what the reasoning for it was, but I accepted the offer. A little frustration, so I figured I'll take a chance at it. And we waged war. Walked away with bruises, knots on heads. We destroyed trash cans, frying pans, everything we could get our hands on. But at the end of the day, Apex did walk away with the title. That's the one thing that blows my mind sometimes, too. I know that uh, Brock, I mean, Rock, um, he don't have much pull anymore. How does he keep getting that stuff done when the, his power keeps getting taken from him? I mean, he shares power. Uh. So, but like I said, last show, it was an open challenge from yeah. APW. I just happened to be the first one to accept it. But I'm the one who made the stipulation. So I chose the false count anywhere. Yeah. You know. So Did it backfire on me? Yes. But I know I walked out of there hurt, bruised, and banged up. And I know for a fact Apex walked out of there hurt, bruised, and banged up. So I put my message out there. And tonight, a heavyweight title match against Shane Stratmore who had the audacity to call me out for a no-DQ match tonight, he doesn't have Matt Marvel, who has been suspended from the arena tonight. And Apex, if he retains his title tonight and interferes, stripped of his title. But yet, I don't have any stipulations like that. His guys are gone. I still have a whole locker room. Yeah. But, I mean, here we are, Mineral Wells, and what better way? Because <laughs> yeah. Shane has never beat me without cheating. That's true. So, 
tonight, no rules, no nothing. We even the playing field. And if I have it my way, December 4th will not be Shane Stratmore versus Jason Bruce for the heavyweight title. If it goes my way, December 4th will be Xander Slade versus Jason Bruce for the APW heavyweight title. Yeah, it would suck to have to face yeah, but you know, a guy that I team with and have won titles with, but like I said, it's no offense to either one of them. Tonight is about me. We have to have that mindset when you're in singles competition because mm-hmm. it's just like I've heard everyone say, Scott Hall, everybody, if you're not in the business to be the man holding the belt, then why the hell are you in it? Mm-hmm. No, I, com- I completely agree. You know, But tonight's my opportunity, so. I feel like you and Jason, if it came down to that, y'all could put all that Oh, aside it'll be and, a classic. Yeah. It, it'll classic. definitely be an APW classic. He yeah. was the first guy I faced in APW, and it was a classic then, and that was oh, almost four years ago now. Jeez. So we've teamed since then. You know, we've done a few things here and there, but we've never really crossed paths after, you know, after that. But – Again, I know, I know you. Uh, let's kind of read back to where we started this with yeah. the whole. Have you been? Have you talked to Rebel much this week? Or no, at all, not at or? all. No, I haven't talked to Rebel at all. Uh, yeah, I'm a little frustrated, but I'm not going to call him. He can call me. He's right now. He's the problem. Yeah, his head's not on straight. You know, uh, here. Yes, I know a lot of fans. They watch me just blow right past him. We did the, and I left the arena after the interview was all said and done. I had nothing left to say to him. But tonight, we are, we're not in a match together, but I will have his back out there with said to an extent. This is his match. He wants it, he's got it. He better get this said and done with because yeah. I have been informed that December 11th at our Granberry show, we are getting a shot at the tag team titles. And he better be ready because that's our last show of the year. And I want to leave with a title. That would be good because y'all deserve it. Anyways, yeah, that, that would be really nice. That would be really good. And like I said, I, I see your point because, I mean, you can, like you were saying, you can mistake the him accidentally hitting you with the chair because we've all seen that. That happens sometimes. Yeah, I mean. But the, I, I was here and seen it right when that music played. He went into panic mode. He, you could see it in his eyes. He just. Going back he, and he watching. He forgot the, about what was happening to you while you was over there getting manhandled. I mean, you go on to APW's YouTube channel. You know, we have one back in Cleveland where we took on Main Attraction. The same thing happened there, too. Once again, he dropped down, wasn't there for the tag, and I took a pen. Where was he at? Watching the entrance, waiting for Big Said. You know, and again here, Big Said, for one, showed his face in this building. Yeah. But like I've told Rebel, he will not attack him when he's with a partner. Yeah, and I I see your point because that's the truth. Because what happened? Yeah. I left, the, I left the ring, left him by himself, let him get his head on straight. Yeah, okay, big set attacked him. But I know a lot of fans, why didn't I go back out there and save him? Why didn't I do this? It's hurt. 
I just I took part of my French and ass whipping out there. Yeah. Zane and Shimbashi, really good talent. But yet here we were. I had to be I had to come to the back and, you know, nurse my injuries because he's yeah. out there in La La Land, not focused on the match, worried about big set at every corner he comes around. Yeah. Yeah, I feel for you, man, because like I said, I was here and watched it live, and I mean, the minute his music hit, I mean, it was like he went full on, to, ah, I ain't worried about the match anymore. I got to watch that entrance. And it's a good thing. It's, it, tonight, get it out of his system, let it be done, and we can worry about the end of the year because yeah. come next year, it could be a whole new ball game. Oh, yeah, and you always want to end the year on a good note. I mean, always. So. I'm excited. Next year, we come back. I want it. Hopefully, he'll be focused and ready to go because this is our chance. You know, I, I could end the year with two titles. Yeah, that would be sweet. Could end the year in two titles, then, you and know. Then, yeah. But again, not worried about December 11th. Tonight, I'm worried about Harvest Moon right yeah. here. So I got more important things to worry about and. More and much bigger opponents to worry about. Yeah. So. And I've noticed, too, I mean, and I had the interview with Rock and Jason to kind of fill in, but, I mean, it just seems like Rock is just anytime the Rebels have a match, whether it's tag team, singles, he's always got to come out and do them some little twist to it just to mess with you, just to get the little toothpick into it. He likes to, you know, take little jabs here and there, but... Recently, he hasn't had to take any jabs, unfortunately. Recently, it's been all on Rebel. I've been noticing it's kind of not on YouTube. Rock's not having to do anything. Yeah. Said got into Rebel's head. Rock just sits back. Well, that's true. You know. I mean, I came back here and confronted Rock about why Said was here. Rock says he doesn't, he didn't know he was here. Devin Storm had no clue he was here. So... Kind of, where's the line drawn? Was that planned or not? But either way, if Rebel's head was on straight, Seth's music happen. wouldn't have done anything to yeah. him. Yeah. So. Well, I hope it turns out good for y'all because y'all are a good tag team. Y'all are y'all are good together, and y'all are good athletes. Y'all, y'all really, uh, they're they're just very good. You need to come watch these guys. Yeah. So. Like I said we got. Like I said, if you can't make <laughs> it out tonight, every Renegade member is in singles action. So. If you've seen us tag, now you get to see what we can do as singles competitors. If you can't make it out tonight, December 11th, myself and Rebel, one last shot, our very last shot this year at APW Tag Team Gold. It'll be, I, hope you, I hope you guys get it because that, that, that'd be a nice ending because then, you know, the Rebels could be like, we got all the gold. <laughs> that would be great. You know, that'd be awesome. Because win or lose tonight, Jason Bruce has a title shot on December 4th, and we have a title shot December 11th. We could walk out holding you know, a good chunk of the gold for APW, which would be that last bittersweet slap to the face and yes. rock band it. Oh, God, yes. So. Oh, yeah. Well, is there anything else, any uh, any more APW stuff coming up that you want to talk about? Like, like I said, we have our show December 4th. That's in Cleburne. We have the December 11th in Granbury benefiting the Cleburne Fire Department, or the, sorry, Granbury benefiting the Granbury Fire Department. That's going to be a good show. That's called Temperatures Rising. Uh, 
don't ask me the location and time. That's something for one of them. Um, I don't remember the top of my head for all that stuff. Yeah. But tonight, two weeks, back in Cleburne for December 4th. And then we finish the year in Granbury. And Rebel, get your head on straight so we can finish the year strong. Yes, we need them to finish good right, Jackson. Hopefully tonight Rebel doesn't go. Yeah. Well, tonight Rebel has big said one on one. All all three of the Rebels tonight have matches, but they're all independent. They're all wrestling on their own. Mm-hmm. So maybe Rebel can get his payback on. The do not attack Big said, maybe you can get him. Yeah, because because <laughs> if they have a next show here, we'll we'll rip the yard. Then I because I really want Jason like to be like behind him after he comes out and just because <laughs> after because I just want Re- Soldier and Rebel to have a match against the other boys that beat them in the street fight. Well, it's like he said after tonight. They got stuff lined up where they're going to have another tag team match for the belts. So they could end the year. The unfortunate thing is, as of right now, we don't know who the tag team champions will be. Ah. Because tonight, you do have the Camachos Ah, defending their titles. And they'll have Rock come And then December 4th, Zayn and Shimbashi get a chance at the tag team titles. So it's one of three teams we could be facing in December. So really, if you want to know, you got to come out tonight. Yes. And if you really want to know, you also got to come out December fourth, because that will determine who we take on in December eleventh. Oh, and I've been starting to work with Jason and starting to get y'all's cards and the results and stuff mm-hmm. too. So when I do the podcast, you know, because I only do the men are well shows. I'm trying to make, going to try to make more next year. Instead mm-hmm. of set time for more Cleburne stuff to, you know, help y'all out more. You know. Yeah. Because I really like doing this. And, I like interviewing you guys, get, helping y'all get out there and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like it's said, awesome. But for me, I know you had asked. I, I happened to be in here during Balak's interview. Yeah, I was <laughs> being a jerk and messing with him during the show, so that's my fault. Oh, that's fine. But, I yeah, mind. I mean, I've known Balak for better for almost four years now. I helped train him, get him to where he's at. We've traveled up and down. Uh, yeah, we had a falling out. It got back together. Do I consider him a friend? Yes. Is he a guy that I would go to bat for? Yes. But anyway, <laughs> thought that was him coming in. <laughs> coming I figured I was getting attack. payback. <laughs> I figured I was getting payback. Oh, you know it's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. He ain't got a match tonight. He'll be okay. <laughs> well, that's it. Right now, we're, right now it's a two-to-one ratio. I have two to his one. And his one, he cheated. Okay. He can still See, that's talking about the cheating and stuff. I, you know, I mean. Balak doesn't cheat much. Yeah, he don't cheat much anymore. Now, remember when we first came in, he was uh, really insane. He did it a lot. But he knew what it was like. Yeah. Well, if that's it, buddy, I guess we'll uh, try to get you and Rogue. I'm going to try to get Rebel tonight. I, mean, I really want to get another one with you and Rebel just just to see how the, the how, well, how am I trying to say, the weather is. Yeah. Well, you know? when he shows up tonight, we're going to have a chit-chat between the two of us. Um, so 
We'll have the chit chat. He'll get his match. We'll see if I come out there with him or not. See if he wants to do this on his own. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wants me there. I'm going to let him decide. Yeah. But his decision, we'll go with. So wait and see what happens tonight. Because I'm taking my match by myself. I don't blame you. You need to. All in on yourself time now, buddy. Yeah, tonight, like I said, tonight, it's about me. Yeah. No offense to the rest of them, oh, but yeah. I've been given the opportunity. I'm going to run away with it. Oh, heck. I mean, that, that, you got to. I mean, it, it's yourself out there. You don't mm-hmm. got a tag team partner. It's Fight. it's a one-on-one time. Who am I know? fighting? Yeah. Sadistic Shane Stratmore oh. for the APW heavyweight title. He should. Maybe we won't they be any cheating. St- they should have a street fight. You like the street fights? That they was pretty good. Because, because I would love to see Soldier grab a steel chair and rock him out with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it is a no DQ match, so. That means all. That no means, disqualifications. Yeah, it means no rules. Because that's why I would love to see it. That's what I love to see Australian stop with his head busted by this window. <laughs> all right, you're getting too, too, too dramatic. Yeah. Well, all right, guys, I guess we will see y'all after the show and feed you in what happens. All right. But make sure you check them out. It's APW. Now, I messed up when I typed this in, too. You got to type in all, I mean, advanced pro wrestling. Because there is another APW out there. If you type in advanced pro wrestling, you'll find these guys are based out of Cleveland. That's why I keep pushing them. It's a great show. We come all the time. But we will see y'all after the show. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that little interview. That was pretty good. Me and Jackson enjoy that, going down there and interviewing them wrestlers. You know, it kind of benefits everybody. I'm getting their name out there for them, getting their product, and they're helping me pass the word around about the podcast, brothers. The most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. It's the old dream, the American dream, babies. I've wined and dined with kings and queens. Slept in dumpsters and ate pokes and beans, babies. I have been there, done it all. We're going to party all night. But I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoy these interviews. Don't forget, check out APW Wrestling. Advanced Pro Wrestling out of Cleburne, Texas. Go check out some of the star, some of the stars out there. So, <clears throat> don't forget to check out the WWE, <clears throat> and don't forget to check out AP. I mean AEW too. So, and you know, you guys who like to watch old wrestling, uh, go to Peacock and get that WWE uh, package or whatever it is, and you can buy that and watch a lot of old stuff. But me and Jackson's gonna try to start watching some old matches, do some uh, watch-alongs, talk about them. So, but we hope you guys enjoy our uh, podcast. Thanks for listening. Jackson, we'll be here next weekend, man. Peace out. I love you. Bye.